Well, good evening, everybody. On a Monday evening, this is CA, your on-air personality, your encourager, and your friend on the Morning Brew Christian Podcast Show on iHeartRadio. Hope everybody's doing well today. Boy, we've got a great evening, special evening, coffee talk with CA. And uh, what we're going to be doing and what we're going to be talking about here in just a little while is I'm going to be talking to you guys on my biblical archives per special request, 10 beautiful biblical descriptions of what heaven will look like and be like. We're going to talk about that here in just a little while. I'm going to play three songs, uh, but first we're going to play two songs, okay? And then we'll get into my biblical teaching, then we're going to close out with a great song that I know everybody's going to love, okay? So uh, before I get started on that, I want to remind you, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, feel free, gang. You can always email me, morningsbrew at gmail.com, morningsbrew at gmail.com. Also, like me on my Facebook page, The Morning Brew Christian Podcast. Check that like button, and uh, you know, you'll know you find us on there. And if you click on station information, guess what? You can uh, text a prayer to me or the ministry team anytime. We're here for you. We love you. We care about you. And we want you to know that, okay? All right. Now, before I get ready to play the two songs and then get into the biblical teaching, uh, tonight everybody's probably wondering, are you at the iHeartRadio main studio in central downtown Fort Worth? No, I am not a little lazy tonight. I am at my home base studio, Face Studio 2. That's right, Face Studio 2. The iHeartRadio studio at my home base. I'm only 10 minutes outside of, uh, down, of uh, downtown Fort Worth. I just had a tongue twister there. So, uh, anyway, like I said, we're uh, going to be going over some great biblical teaching. This is a very special evening coffee talk, okay? And I hope you guys get a lot out of it. And you'll have to let me know what you think, okay? But let's kick it off with our two songs on Coffee Talk with CA. How about Jason Crabb, my friend? Just as I am, I love this song. Good evening.
T-Mac, Toby Mac, and Promised Land. Love that song. What all incorporates in, right? On today's lesson, today's Bible, biblical lesson taught by yours truly. That's right. Your on-air personality, your encourager, your friend, your prayer partner, CA on the Morning Brew Christian Podcast Show. Special evening edition of Coffee Talk at my uh, home this evening, Face Studio 2. Okay, so we're going to start off here with this... Uh, going to my biblical archives, and I'm going to give you these 10 beautiful biblical descriptions of what heaven will look like and be like. You know, I was very fortunate to uh, always visit mountains through the years of my life, and uh, Durango, Colorado is one of my favorites. I've been out there with my family, my mom and dad, uh, and uh, I've been out there with my kids. I've been out there with Cody and Beth and Christopher and Kaylee. And uh, I've also had the fortunate time to uh, actually even go with Cody uh, to Bedosa Springs where we went and did some horseback riding uh, during his senior after he graduated uh, high school. Some sweet memories going horseback riding in the higher elevation of the mountains with no guardrails. I've been fortunate to go with my dad at the Million Dollar Highway uh, and my mom and dad uh, and us brothers growing up. Uh, and we've been able to take that train several times from Durango, Silverton Railroad, and Durango, Colorado to Silverton. And we've seen people biking and just enjoying the uh, beauties of, of the Lord. You know, and, and I've also been fortunate enough to also go to the Rocky Mountains. And I look at God's creations. I look how he builds things. You know, how he does things with his, with his hands, with his, with his uh, movements. But uh, that is nothing compared to this, Okay. God's creation is marvelous, but there is a future place for people like me and people like you, the believers of heaven, that far exceed anything that we could ever behold. You see, friends, heaven is not a mythical place. It is a holy dwelling of the Lord Most High. And although we cannot even begin to comprehend its splendor, the Bible gives us a beautiful descriptions, 10 of them that I can go over with here in just a little bit, of the place in which those who have received Jesus will spend eternity. And I hope after you hear my Bible lesson today, uh, I hope that you will have Jesus in your heart and realize the glorious things ahead of you up in heaven. Sure, he wants you to enjoy your life here, but up in heaven, it's going to be a glorious place. Okay, so here we go. Here's 10 beautiful descriptions of heaven from the Bible. You may want to make note on it or listen back on the podcast and share this podcast with anyone that may doubt if there is a heaven because there is. There is a heaven and there's a hell and you don't want to go to hell, you want to go to heaven. So this will give us a better idea of what heaven will look and be like, okay? So the first one is, I want you to make note, in the book of John chapter 14 and verse 2 and 3, it says, heaven has mansions where we will dwell with Jesus. Now, in the scripture, in John chapter 14, verse 2 and 3, scripture reminds us, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I will go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you will be also. Isn't that breathtaking to know? Even when I was in Colorado, friends, and maybe you go to Alaska, my folks have been there, just anywhere there's mountains, there's it's going to be 10, 20, 30, 90% better than what it is. 
down here on Earth. Now, don't get me wrong. The houses on Earth are pretty. And you see these so-called, what they say, mansion homes. And I'm not even stepping on toes on my realtor friends. But this is beyond. <coughs> Excuse me. This is mansions that God has already got built and created up in heaven. That we can't even fathom. We just can't. Before his death, Jesus confronted his disciples with the promise that he will go and provide a place for them. The most beautiful part of this assurance is that he would also return for them and receive them unto himself. So just remember, no matter how spectacular the mansions are, in our Father's house, dwelling with Jesus will be the most beautiful habitation of all, welcomed into heaven by the way, the truth, and the life will be in collaboration of the hope that we have in Christ. Amen? Amen. Number two, make note in the book of Hebrews chapter 12, verses 22 and 23, you know, heaven will be a city built for worship. Okay, so let's read that scripture. What do you say? Again, Hebrews chapter 12, Verses 22 and 23. But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to the innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly of the church of the firstborn who are registered in heaven, to God the judge of all, to the spirit of just men made perfect. So basically, this Bible passage is rich and beautiful and detailed in the descriptions of heaven. The city of the living God will be a spectacular place according to God's perfect design. And as one writer put it, the heavenly Jerusalem will be a place of unimagined blessing. Those registered in heaven, having been made perfect by Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, will assemble within an innumerable company of angels before their most holy God. To try to picture the multitude spread out before the living God is just amazing. And altogether, it's, it's just hard to imagine in our mental mind, but it's going to happen. But you see, in Mount Zion, the city of David, in the eternal possession of God the Most High, will be the holy city of where we will assemble to worship him. The book of uh, Jeremiah, chapter 3 and verse 17 says, At the time Jerusalem shall be called the throne of God, and all the nations shall be gathered to it. To the name of the Lord, to Jerusalem, no more shall follow the dictates of the evil hearts. Highlight Jeremiah chapter 3 and verse 17. And I've taught on Revelations before. This is my third point. Revelations chapter 7, verses 9 and 10. All nations and people will worship Jesus. So let's, let's read that scripture verse. What do you say? In Revelations chapter 7, verses 9 and 10. About two years ago when I was going through the whole description of Revelations from chapter 1 to chapter 22, uh, we're going to go ahead and revisit this again, okay? So let's just read this short little verse. After the things I looked, and behold, a great multitude, which had no one could even number, of all nations and tribes and peoples and tongues, 
standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our Lord, I'm sorry, to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. Highlight Revelations chapter 7, verses 9 and 10 in your Bible. Also, the book of Luke chapter 19 and verse 37, the trumpet entry mentioned in the Gospels, portray Jesus riding on a donkey in the city of Jerusalem. The Jews had lined up in the streets with their cloaks, waving palm branches and praising God for the miracles that they have seen Jesus perform. Then you take it to John chapter 12, verse 12. When they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, they took the branches of the palm trees and went out and greeted him and cried, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. However, as Jesus saw them, he wept, for he knew they did not truly understand who he was. In fact, if you go to the book of Luke, chapter 19, verse 41 and 42, it says, And when they draw near to the city, he wept over it, saying, Would that you, even you, have known on this day the things that make for peace. You see, in heaven there will be no conclusion about the Prince of Peace. Uh, every saint, every tribe, every tongue will be clothed in the robes of white waving palm branches with genuine praise. You see, friends, salvation belongs to our Lord who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. So let's also revisit on my fourth point, Revelations chapter 7 and verse 15 and 17, those two verses about how heaven will be filled with peace and joy and praise, which is true. So let's read it in Scripture. What do you say? Revelation chapter 7, verses 15 and 17. Therefore, the day before the throne of God, and serve him day and night in his temple, and he who sits on the throne will dwell among them. Thou shalt neither hunger any more nor thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them nor the heat. For the Lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to the living fountains of water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Find that again in the book of Revelations chapter 7, verses 15 and 17. Those who come out of the great tribulation will remain before the throne of God forever. You see, friends, with pure joy and Adoration, they will serve him day and night. Jesus, the good shepherd, will lead them to the fountains of living water, never to thirst again. Every tear will be wiped away by the merciful hand of God, and they will rest in the shade of his presence. You know, I imagine the saints will just be having just as much joy as 10,000 years of serving God as they did on the first day, just like the old hymn says. When we've been there 10,000, let me see if I'd sing this for you. When we've been there 10,000 years, bright shining as the sun, we have no less days to sing God's praise 
than when we first begun. There we go. Y'all didn't know CA could <clears throat> could carry a tune, did you? <laughs> Halfway there almost here, point no, number five, Revelations chapter 11 and verse 19. Uh, and this is about a great storm in heaven and in the Ark of the Covenant. So let's just read Revelations chapter 11 and verse 19, where Scripture says, Then the temple of God was open, and in heaven, and the Ark of the Covenant was seen in his temple. And there were lightnings, noises, thunders, earthquakes, and hail, and a great hell. Okay? There is something absolutely <clears throat> uh, majestic about watching a storm, isn't it, when it, when it occurs? The intensity... The lightning, the deep rumbling of the thunder reminds us of God's matchless power and his sovereignty over all of creation beyond our human understanding. The thundering of uh, heavens will be unlike the most powerful storm we've ever experienced. In fact, friends, God's majesty will proclaim throughout the whole universe. His voice will thunder throughout the heavens. In the book of Psalms, chapter 29, and verses uh, 3 and 4, Scripture says, The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of the glory thunders. The Lord is over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. At last the temple of the Lord will be open, and the Ark of the Covenant will be seen again. For His covenant is everlasting, and his kingdom will have no end. And we will reign over his house of Jacob forever, and of the kingdom there, there will be no end. Find that in the book of Luke, chapter 1 and verse 33. <clears throat> now, going on to the sixth point of Scripture, in the book of, uh, it talks about white horses, in the book of Revelation, chapter 19, verses 11 and 14, you know, Jesus leads armies clothed in white and white horses. Let's read that again. Revelations, make note, chapter 19, verses 11 and 14. Now I see heaven open, and behold, a white horse. And who sat on him was called faithful and true. And in righteousness he judges and makes wars. His eyes are like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written like no one ever knew except himself. He was clothed in a robe, dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies of heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Rider of the white horse, faithful and true, the Lord Jesus will ride from heaven with his armies dressed in white. The King of Kings, wearing many crowns, will ultimately come to judge the nations with eyes like flames of fire. His righteousness will penetrate every single heart. You see, there'll be no mistake about who Jesus is or what he has done. His robe dipped in blood will be a testament to those sacrifice, to his perfect sacrifice, I should say, on the cross. And every knee Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. The book of Philippians chapter 2 verses 9 and 11 says in scripture, Therefore God 
will have, I'm sorry, therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him to the name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under earth. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ, that he is that Jesus Christ is Lord in glory of God, of Father, of the Father. Point number seven, Revelations again, chapter 21, verses 9 and 11. Precious gemstones will adore heaven. Come and I will show you the bride of the Lamb's wife as he carried me away to the in the spirit to a great and holy mountain. And he showed me a great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending down out of heaven from God, having the glory of God, her light like the most precious stone, like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. Find that, read that, circle it. Revelations chapter 21, verses 9 through 11. <clears throat> You can see an incredible rare gemstone called a tephanet was discovered in, in Sri Lanka in 1945. Since then, there's only been a small handful of these gemstones that have been found. Their rarely seen beauty makes them even more highly sought after the end, even more valuable. But in heaven, the light of the great Jerusalem will be like glorious stones. Shining purest like crystal, its radiance will outshine the precious gem, even on earth, and its value will be immersible, covering the glory of God, the holy city of Jerusalem, descend with brilliance. You go to the book of Psalms, just a short scripture, Psalms chapter 50, verse 2, says, Out of Zon, the perfect, I'm sorry, the perfection of beauty, God will shine forth. You see, friends, every treasure man holds valuable will pale and compromise to the magnificent city of heaven. Precious stones will lavishly adore the walls of Jerusalem. Again, book of Revelations, chapter 21, verses 19 to 20. The foundations of the wall of the city were adorned with all kinds of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire the third, Chirality, the fourth, Emerald, the fifth, Sacrodox, the sixth, Sadis, the seventh, Chazalot, the eighth, Berlin, the ninth, Topaz, the tenth, Cherpaz, the eleventh, Jassic, the twelfth, Amasis. Wow. Powerful. <clears throat> Marching on. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. Get some water here. <clears throat> Marching on to uh, the eighth point, go to the book of Revelations, chapter 21 and verse 21. talks about how heaven's going to be with, have pearly gates and streets of gold. So let's revisit that again. Revelations chapter 21 and verse 21, Scripture says, The twelve gates were twelve pearls. Each individual gate was one of one pearl, and the streets of the city were pure gold like transparent glass. Doesn't that just give you the goosebumps? Wow. 
just makes the Holy Spirit just makes your hair rise on your arms. You know? Um it's just so hard to fathom, but it's going to happen. So basically, what are you saying, CA, in that book of Revelations that I've talked about in the past, chapter 21, it goes on to say that in heaven there's going to be no more moon, or let me say no more sun and no more moon. Everybody knows that a sun is really just a ball of fire. Am I, am I correct? Do you all not know that? If you don't, you know. You should you know, you've probably studied it <clears throat> in school, right? So... The earth will be destroyed after everything's all done, after that tribulation period. Now, who can tell me who's going to come down? And my dad was even sharing this with me, and this is a true point. I already knew one that was going to come down, but I'm going to go ahead and give you the answers tonight. Well, the first one we know is who can tell me, and I can't really see with a a, uh, sign of hands. Who went up in a chariot of fire? Elijah. Elijah is the only one who did not die, and God took him straight up. Isn't that amazing? So he's been up in heaven. He's just waiting for all this to happen. Then he'll go back down when God destroys the, the world. Okay, And he will destroy the world. Now, who's going to witness it? Moses is going to come down and witness it. And my dad gave me a sweet reminder of that the other day, which is true. Moses will come down and be a witness. Um. But you know what? Heaven is going to be so much better than earth. A lot of people, it's just so hard to fathom. But it's just going to be, it's going to be happiness, joy, worship. Ain't going to be no bosses getting on your back. There ain't going to be no pains, no aches, no pains, no glasses. I ain't got to wear glasses. I won't ever have to wear glasses anymore. I have perfect teeth. Man, those of y'all had to go to the dentist constantly and everything. Can you imagine you're going to have perfect teeth? How about that? Because we're always going to be smiling and bowing down to Father God. Amen, amen. So the book of Revelations also says in the book of uh, Revelations chapter 21 in uh, verses uh, 23 to 25 where it says, The city will also have uh, no need for the sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb is its light and the nations of those who are saved shall walk in the light, and the kings of the earth shall bring the glory and honor unto it. Its gates uh, shall not be shut at all by the day, and there'll be no night there. So what's that telling you, see, before we get to point nine? That we ain't got to worry about crime. We ain't got to worry about craziness. This is going to be perfect. The gates are going to be open. Think about it. You can't even unlock your door and leave without not knowing someone's going to get in or someone break into your home or apartment or whatever it may be. Or check your surroundings and hope you don't get hurt or anything, right? That's what I would say too. So let's go to number nine. We're 2.2 away. Okay. Book of Revelations, now we're going to the end of Revelations. Revelations chapter 22, verse 2, is an example of the tree of life in heaven. In the middle of the street, on the other side of the river, was a tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each of the tree yearning its fruit every month. The leaves of the trees for the healing of the nations. 
highlight uh, Revelations chapter 22, verse 2. In a world that is riddled with sickness and disease, think about this, the description of the tree of life in the book of Revelations 22 is the most beautiful reminder that there'll be no more suffering, that there'll be no more pain in heaven. No more. You got arthritis? No more. You got heart disease? No more. You got high blood pressure? No more. You got knee issues? No more. You're going to be 100% healed by God. You see, friends, the tree, the fruit of the tree, which is a line, which will lie in the center of heaven's golden street, will be continuously available in abundance. There will be no more searching for the cures of the disease known to man. Every ailment will be remedied by the uh, leaves of the tree, and the nations will be healed once and for all. So let's backtrack in the book of Revelations, chapter 2, verse 7, where Scripture says, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is the mist of the paradise of God. My last point on the special evening podcast on Coffee Talk with C.A. Book of Revelations, let's take it to chapter 4, chapter 22, verses 4 and 5. The light of God in heaven. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. They shall see no more light, no more night there. They will need no lamp, nor light, or sun. For the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and forever. Find that in the book, Revelations, chapter 22, in verses 4 and 5. Y'all remember that popular song, By Mercy Me? Remember the movie, too, that Bart uh, Malliard, that he uh, had, uh, had him, he gave him permission to do? You know, I can only imagine that popular song. Puts me in awe, too, doesn't it, for you? When my aunt went home to be with the Lord, on my mom's side. She died at a very young age at age 60. There was a song my mom and aunt, other aunt said, said, we want, I can only imagine. And that song was on there. Then we played it <clears throat> and it was breathtaking. You see, surrounded by the magnificent glory of God, shining bright through the sun, these lyrics, they inspire us to try to imagine the beauty of finally meeting Jesus face to face. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to meet our Savior, to receive his name on my forehead as a stamp of approval and acceptance is, is just unimaginable, friends. Forever and forever we will rule and reign as joint heirs of Christ, with Christ. Every beautiful description of heaven will, become, uh, will come to more of a fruitation and far exceed the greatest expectations. And that takes me to my last scripture in the book of Revelations. And I've taught on this before. Chapter 22, verse 20. He who testifies to things says, Surely I am coming quickly. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. So there you go. Share this podcast with your friends. That's right. Ten beautiful biblical descriptions.
of what heaven's going to look like and be like right there in the Bible, my friends. So let's close out before we close out in prayer with the new one by Big Daddy Weave, Heaven Changes Everything. There we go. Heaven changes everything. I love that song. That's Big Daddy Weave. Guys, I thank you so much uh, for tuning in and listening to the Morning Brew Christian Podcast, special evening comp, uh, podcast uh, on Coffee Talk with CA. Again, share this podcast anytime, will you? So let's lead off in a prayer. Thank you so much for listening. 
Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for all you do. Father God, I just pray you watch over. God, protect us. Keep us ever so safe. For we love you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, well, I'm just going to kind of go down the hall, saddle up, and leave Face Studio 2, my uh, home base studio, the iHeartRadio studio, just 10 minutes outside of downtown Fort Worth. If there's anything we can do, or if you have any questions on wanting to know Jesus, feel free to, get, to reach out to us. Y'all have a good day and a good evening. Bye for now.